Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. It's time to talk some NBA. We haven't done that in a couple weeks, and the perfect guy to do that with is Brandon Scoop B. Robinson. He's the host of Scoop B Radio, a senior writer for Basketball Society and a contributor for Heavy.com. Let's bring him on. Brandon, how are you, man? Man, I'm doing wonderful. Happy New Year. Yeah, Happy New Year to you. It's uh, It's been too long, my friend. I'm glad we're able to connect the dots and get you on the show today. So uh, let's start off with uh, the game we have tonight. Uh, Kawhi Leonard will be returning to San Antonio in a delicious matchup here uh, tonight. It'll be at 8 o'clock. Um, first off, I guess let's uh, just talk about uh, kind of the game in general. Do you believe Kawhi Leonard is going to be flustered at all with uh, being back uh, in San Antonio where he had obviously so much success? I don't think flustered would be the word, man. I mean, I think since that trade, uh, he, he signed a deal with New Balance, got an apparel and a, and a signature sneaker, and he's got his own last best signature, too. So, I mean, I, I, I hope he want to last his way to the bank and get this win in a San Antonio uh, win, or rather a Toronto win against the San Antonio Spurs. Listen, the Spurs are 7-3 uh, in their last 10 uh, on a two-game winning streak and 21-17 in the never-ending uh, battle in the NBA's Western Conference. And then, you know, you're in a situation where, um, you know, the Toronto Raptors, they have a return in Kawhi Leonard, and they're in the new year and, and second place. That's a change. The Bucks are surging with winning four straight. So, you know, you want to get this, no pun intended, or uh, you want to get this road on the shelf. And so uh, <laughs> you want to make it happen. And I got to tell you, Scoopy, is uh, I was straight up dismissive of the possibility of Kawhi staying in Toronto. When the trade was made, I'm like, all right, you can enjoy him for a year. He's out of there. But perhaps this could be a marriage that ends up actually working long term, similar to what we saw uh, with PG-13 going to uh, Oklahoma City. Uh, Where are you on this? Uh, Do you lean more towards you believe uh, that Kawhi could stay there in Toronto or do you think he's uh, one and done? 
Uh, I, I look at it as, uh, as three options. I was actually asked that on Twitter uh, last week, and I said my top three uh, scenarios. It's interesting you brought up Paul George. Uh, Paul George returning to uh, L.A. last night, a native of uh, Lancaster, Pennsylvania, Palmdale, Pennsylvania, um, playing against the Lakers, stealing the win in L.A. without LeBron. But uh, my top three choices in, in the Kawhi Leonard sweepstakes is one, uh, three, remaining in uh, Toronto, two, uh, going to Brooklyn, and three, uh, a potential uh, aligning with the L.A. Clippers. Wow. Okay. Oh, well, that would be uh, uh, certainly uh, interesting uh, here on the NBA landscape. And speaking of uh, superstars potentially uh, moving locations, the big one, of course, is Anthony Davis. Uh, it's been discussed that maybe this is an off-season thing. Perhaps this is a in-season trade we could see here. From the New Orleans perspective, it seems like one way or another they potentially may lose uh, Anthony Davis. Brandon, where does he end up playing basketball? Do you think he could be dealt uh, during this season? Yeah, well, if I listen to my buddy Chris Sheridan, he, he, he tweeted yesterday, uh, February 7th, uh, the trading deadline will be the day uh, that you would see Anthony Davis. I, I can tell you from my reporting and from people that I've spoken to throughout the league, um, I was of the belief that that could happen. Now, here are the scenarios. Number one, you mentioned New Orleans. New Orleans Pelicans can offer Anthony Davis the most money. Um, so does he, does he stay? Does he um, stay with Julius Randle and, uh, you know, attract people uh, to come to the Pelicans? He's a top-five player. That's one option. Um, I firmly believe that the Los Angeles Lakers are the favorite right now uh, simply because um, – they have the advantage over the Celtics currently. Um, the only issue is, okay, do you get rid of the farm? You know, Brandon Ingram is obviously a person of interest, um, but I'm sure Kyle Kuzma is too. So if I'm the Pelicans, uh, do I jack up the price to get what I want? And it's kind of like baseball. Do you give up the farm to get the star? Um, and, and then lastly, um, the Celtics are, are, are still a team that, that, that has the most uh, attractive assets. Um Obviously, the Celtics can't do anything right now because of Kyrie Irving's contract and the, and the Derrick Rose rule. Um, but you know he'll be off the Kyrie will be off the books over the summer, and the Celtics have the upper hand currently uh, in, in the off season. Rather, in the off season, they have the upper hand um, because they can move. They have four draft picks coming their way in the summer, and you know in addition to that, you have uh, attractive pieces like Jalen Brown. And you know the issue is just like the Lakers, would they have to give up Kuzma? The question for the Celtics then becomes. Um, do you rid yourself of Jason Tatum to get Anthony Davis? So currently in season, the Lakers have the advantage. Uh, you know, obviously, um, Clutch Sports, who represents LeBron James, also represents Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis hasn't said anything publicly. But this situation is kind of like the Kawhi Leonard issue. You know, last last season, Kawhi wanted to go to the Lakers. Greg Popovich and the, and the, and the Spurs, R.C. Buford and all those guys had the upper hand. And the Raptors became available. So, you know, you look at that situation, uh, clearly the Lakers have the advantage right now. After that game last night, you know, you saw LeBron up uh, on the owner's box with Palenka and Magic and things of that sort. So a lot of things to digest in the next month. I, I still do think the Lakers have the upper hand. And to your point, Scoopy, a lot of our fans may not be familiar with the Derrick Rose rule. What is that, and uh, how does that affect the Boston Celtics' uh, attempts to chase Anthony Davis? Basically, the, the Derrick Rose rule um, unofficially um, basically states that if you you have a max guy um, under contract, um, it's almost like the fifth year, thirty percent max criteria, mm-hmm. um, as it was dubbed. Um, Derrick Rose, after the 2011 MVP, uh, he 
he uh, was the only player in the NBA eligible to sign the maximum extension due to his MVP award status. Um, and so because of um, you know Kyrie Irving's contractual situation and signing with the Cavs and then you know being traded, um, another guy who was a top pick going into um, Boston, it can't happen that way until Kyrie's uh, contract clears. I see. And so basically, um, Anthony Davis, who's still in a rookie contract, can't go in as a first round pick and kind of counteract what's going on with 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 uh, Kyrie Irving's situation. It's, 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 I can't really explain it in labor's terms. In my mind, it makes sense. I hope people don't understand it. Google is your friend. Um, but basically, there's a contractual uh, achievement status that uh, counteracts the reason why um, Anthony Davis and, and Kyrie Irving can't mesh uh, in a Boston situation. But what I will add is this. Uh, on the Scoopy Radio podcast, which you could subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, TuneIn, Stitcher app, I had Chris Sheridan and NBA Insider on. Um, and he told me that Danny Ainge uh, has been gawking at Anthony Davis uh, since his days at Kentucky. And uh, one of my followers on Twitter said, man, that's stalking. You know, that that's <laughs> yeah. joking, of course. But, um, you know, I can tell you that Danny Ainge is very high on Anthony Davis. And, um, you know, really and truly, this Lakers-Celtics rivalry seems to be revving up again. And, you know, I've gone on various podcasts and discussed that. And, you know, Danny Ainge was on was on uh, radio today and, and basically, was, you know, was kind of dissing and took a dig at LeBron um, about that greatest of all time um, statement that he made on, on – uh, on his platform the other day, and he compared them to Trump. So it seems like these, you know, all of these Celtics Lakers uh, rivalries are starting to heat up again. It's far from over, but um, it is must see TV and, and great for buzzing internet stories as well. Yeah, there's no question about that. We're speaking with Brandon Scoopy Robinson, host of Scoopy Radio, senior writer uh, for the Basketball Society and contributor at Heavy.com. Check out all his work there. Follow him on all social media portals at Scoopy. And and Brandon, let's get right to that. Uh, that uh, comment from LeBron James basically dubbing himself the greatest of all time based on uh, that comeback the Cleveland Cavaliers had against one of the greatest teams ever assembled in that Golden State Warriors squad. Do you... Because, you know, Michael Jordan never called himself the greatest of all time. And usually in these situations, you let other people define your own basketball career, especially for LeBron, who his basketball career is still ongoing. What did you make uh, of the comment by uh, LeBron James? Well, you know, you're right. You're on to something when you talk about um, dubbing people things. Like, my nickname is Scoop B. I didn't give myself that nickname. That's kind of corny. It was given to me as a 12-year-old kid doing radio. Um, and it's stuck with me ever since. And, and to that point, you know, greats don't call themselves greats. You let other people tell you you're great. I think LeBron, when it's all said and done, will be mentioned among the greats. I think he's, he's, he's scratched the surface there. And uh, Aang said something to me that, that really stood out. Uh, or rather, he said something on uh, on NBC Sports Boston with uh, Darren Hart- Hartwell. Excuse me, that stood out. He said his career is not over. Um, if you're tied to the party, he said uh, maybe he's taking Donald Trump's approach and trying to sell himself. I don't know. Um, I-, I wouldn't go that extreme, uh, but I do think that um, Michael Jordan is often used as the the, the measuring stick for great. Um, based upon championships, based upon legacy and not losing in the finals. Um, I had Dr. J. Julius Irving on the Scoopy Radio podcast recently, and, and he said, you know, um, LeBron could play four, five, six, four years, but, um, you know, every generation had this comparison thing. You know, he and Connie Hawkins were compared a lot. Um, you know, and I think that 
I've said this often. You can go on my Instagram, scoop underscore B. I had a video I was on a show the other day, and I said, you know, uh, LeBron is, is more magic and, and Oscar Robertson than he is um, Michael Jordan. I think that those guys like Michael Jordan, Dwayne Wade, Kobe Bryant, those guys were dogs, um, fearless, uh, got hurt, still played. Um, I think it's a different conversation. I think LeBron is stylistically a different player. Um, but I, I, let's not let's be clear. He won a championship for the city of Cleveland in 2016 after being three one, down three one. Um, he and Kyrie Irving, uh, an impossible feat. And you give credit where credit is due. And maybe in his mind, the fact that he won his hometown championship, uh, he won it for the hood, and he wanted to, uh, to, to to let people know what it is. And he had his own platform. He spoke his truth. And uh, I just think it's a different era. In the digital era, everybody wants to talk about comparisons and put people in boxes. I tell people all the time, Alicia Keys is one of my favorite musicians, but to put her in a box as a rapper would be wrong, just like it would be to put her in a musician as a as a in a box as a musician or 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 as just an RB singer. She's an artist. And I think LeBron is an artist too. Yeah, uh, no question about it. Scoop B, I want to thank you so much for joining us on the program. I know you have such a busy schedule and we appreciate you, man, and uh, great insight as always. Thank you for having me, man, and I'll talk to you soon. Scoop B Radio. Oh 